Welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture biology podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay and she's Sarah and we are marine biologists in recovery and today we're talking about Fly Away Home. This movie was so autumnal. It was, which is why we picked it, (laughs) but it was just, we were watching it right on the cusp of fall arriving here and so we were and like it was a good early late summer day where it was starting to feel folly not mm-hmm. raining just yeah nice and sunny so it was good times uh, fall the romanticness the romanticness of fall especially eastern canada fall not here where it's just raining all the time <laughs> which i'm fine with but i grew yeah, up no. with it so but yeah we get shorter falls or like not shorter but just more sporadic falls and the leaves don't last as long because we get a rainstorm and yeah. then they're just clogging the drains and being yeah terrible. they're they're not crunchy you got to get real lucky to get a crunchy leaf and you definitely can't uh jump into a pile of them oh man oh no because they're soggy at the bottom they're so soggy <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways fly away home Fly Away Home came out in 1996 and stars Jeff Daniels and Anna Paquin, and it's shockingly good. Yeah, um, way better than I was expecting it to be. Yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with um, it has really good actors in it. Mm-hmm. It's fairly well written. They, it was obviously written by somebody who like could write for kids. Um, mm-hmm. It actually won an Oscar for cinematography. So it, it doesn't looked, surprise me. It was so it looks pretty. good. Oh, no, sorry, it was nominated for an Oscar for but cinematography. But still, it's so pretty. Yeah, no, it's so pretty. It got lots of, um, yeah, cinematography nominations and some other ones, too. Um, and this was a couple years after Anna Paquin won the Oscar for the piano. So, um, yeah, like, she is really good in it. She's, like, quirky and, and like, not too cute and not too, like... Oh, what's his face in Flipper where he's like, I'm a disgruntled teenager. Oh, Elijah. You can tell by my backwards hat and my yep. ugly mm-hmm. shirt. Yep. Yeah. No, she yeah. just is normal. Yeah. 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 And I think a lot of uh, the reason why it was good is because it was based on real science. Like the story yes. wasn't true, but the science was true. And also the people who did the science were present because they yeah. were the geese wranglers. So that probably had a lot to do with um they like i don't know obviously i don't know this but like i would feel that they would at least stop them from doing completely bogus geese things yeah well um that's so that yeah, probably I helped so i was going to talk a little bit about the real people because they were so involved in the making of the movie especially um bill lishman is the guy who uh, jeff daniels character is based off of and he in real life was like a sculptor and a creator and an inventor and kind of like a just a general creative person and he was a flyer and so he um he actually would do kind of what they do in the movie with his kids they weren't he had sons and it wasn't uh, his daughter who moved to new zealand with her mother or anything like there was i think less family drama but they still like ran around in the fields with baby geese and imprinted them and um trying to figure out if they could train them to fly with a with an airplane to help or to understand migration um so he there was a big 2020 piece on him that um at that point was like the biggest 2020 story that had ever happened people just like it really clicked with people and so then he wrote a book 
um, I think called Father Goose. And then um, from the book, they made the movie. So, and because I think he didn't really care, like because he was such a free spirit, like he wasn't out there trying to make a book or trying to tell the story. It was just, he was really in control of that process and like picked on his Wikipedia there was all these things about like getting the rights and stuff and he was really um like picky about the literary agencies and stuff that he wanted to work with so um yeah so i think that really helped too like they um they they really would rather not have the movie made than it seems mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah yeah rather not have the movie made than have it be made poorly yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah i think that sort of lent it a lot of um authenticity mm-hmm. okay so before we get into a quick synopsis when did you first see this do you remember for sure when it came out i don't know if i went to the theater but we definitely watched this as a family mm-hmm. yeah, yeah we owned it um so i have no idea if we went to the theater like 1996 yeah. i would have been going to the theater probably whenever a movie struck my fancy because yeah. tw- at 12 like not by myself and yeah. like parents were paying sorry parents but um but definitely like that's what you did with 12 year olds right so yeah um but we owned it which seemed weird because it doesn't it's not really a movie you want to watch a lot it's not fun there's no under the sea or anything but i don't know yeah so i probably watched it more than or maybe we didn't own it and maybe it was a trailer in front of a movie we watched over and over again at home and i just thought we owned it because of that reason (laughs) That happens when you're so used to watching trailers on VHS. Yeah. And then I feel like it's also a movie that would pop up on TV and you'd be like, oh, I'm going to catch this movie like 45 minutes into it. Yeah. Um, Which also isn't bad because honestly, the only terrible part of the movie is the beginning scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 With the mom dying, which was... With the mom dying. It was like way too long. Yeah. It's a horrible song by a carpenter, I realized, learned. Yeah, sure the song yeah. actually, because they played the song at the end, sort of through the closing credits, and in that context, the song was good, but because at the beginning you'd heard it while this yeah. like 12-year-old child's in the car accident with her mother where her mother dies, and it's just like really upsetting. Um, yeah, and it's but such also a badly str- done. Yeah, badly done, yeah. super unnecessary. Like, the car crash was yeah. like so over the top dramatic that there's no way yeah. a 12 year old would have survived she was sitting in the front yeah. seat and it flipped five times like yeah no <laughs> down a yeah. hill maybe, like maybe if she was in the back or maybe if she was in like a car seat like you know she'd yeah. be really little maybe but like yeah yeah it was weird but i guess they needed a reason why there was some drama because otherwise things kind of i mean there was a little bit of like sciency drama and stuff but that also seemed a bit manufactured um but yeah so they needed just some like an arc for that relationship which I guess yeah for sense. the parent the mom the daughter father daughter relationship mm-hmm. so jeff yeah. daniels comes and gets her and yeah. his her estranged father and they go back to his big house in southern ontario yeah and it's super awkward because they haven't seen each other in ages um and then and also he's been gone in new zealand with her for a month and he, they come back and his house is a mess which like yeah sure you like you go in a rush and you're in a mess yeah like you're bringing your 12 13 year old daughter home like turns out he has a girlfriend who's played by dana delaney and like a brother and nobody like even set up her room like cleaned out her room or like put the dirty dishes in the kitchen away like yeah like it was it just, just yeah yeah it felt unrealistic like not expecting him to have done that before he left mm-hmm. but like the fact that yeah 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 know, that was just weird 
Yeah, so then it's, like, uh, just awkwardness for a while. Like, that's all that it is. It's, like, they're trying to get into their awkward routine. And then some bulldozers come and illegally bulldoze the forest marsh area right next to the farm. Like, completely illegally. They were trying to get permits and they kept stopping them, the the town or city or whatever. And they stopped them. And then they just went and did it. Yeah. Which... And they're like, oh, well, too late. (laughs) And, like, nobody seemed to... And then they went like, to yeah. like a meeting to talk about it, but then they weren't talking about the meeting. They were talking about they weren't talking about the illegality of what just happened. They were talking about how they didn't want condos, which was the whole point. How they didn't want a development in the first place. But I'm like, why isn't yeah. anyone pressing charges? Like, yeah. like the city or the township or whatever it is. Like, you can't you can't build a development on land that you illegally like. You don't like the people who are going to build the development don't own that land well, I think they did own the movie. land but they didn't have permits to cut like to cut down all the trees and they just did it anyways and yeah. then once the trees were cut down they're like oh well we might as well build condos here like that's not how no that's not how it works work. and then so like this is this huge drama and yeah. then after the meeting they're like oh they got tied up in permits it's gonna be like at least a year <laughs> and then they never talk about it again because and the whole point of this was that so the nest got destroyed so Anna the nest got destroyed and also we meet we meet the um the wildlife evil wildlife guy guy mm-hmm. yeah because we don't know he's evil at the beginning mm-hmm. um so the nest gets destroyed which could have been done in a variety of other different ways indeed <laughs> indeed <sighs> anyway yeah and then, so yeah, Anna Paquin is, she's like out exploring because she doesn't want to go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like climbing through these trees and she notices a nest. This this was the other part that we, I think, didn't make a note of, but I just remembered. the There's weird noises when she finds a nest full of eggs. So there's eggs. And then it's like days later that they hatch. And the same noise that she hears with the eggs is the noise that the baby birds make when no. they're hatching. That's not how eggs work. They don't they don't make noises while they're inside. Oh, they're still babies, so especially like maybe like minutes or hours or maybe yeah. even like a little bit. But yeah, no. Yeah. No no. Or when like no. part of the egg cracks and yeah. you're like, cheep cheep, how do I get out of here? Cheep cheep. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Oof, no that, so was, that, was that was crazy. <laughs> But she did, like, yeah. she handles them really well. She makes them a nice yeah. incubator full of, like, her old mom's clothes, which is, you know, sad. Yeah, it's like this dresser in the barn that I guess her dad probably just, like, moved, probably moved out of the house, like, all in one go and never yeah. touched. Mm-hmm. So also, they're not, like, decomposing, which mm-hmm. is weird. Um, and she somehow manages to, like, find a, a light and puts it on a metal tray and puts it in the drawer below, which is actually, like, seems like a pretty good design for an incubator except like how she's not that old like how did she know not to like yeah to put it in a metal pan because yeah like the bulb would otherwise catch the whole thing on fire um yeah but other than that it's a pretty good design for like a you know quick and dirty emergency incubator it seems like yeah and it only was a day she didn't know how long it was gonna be no exactly she only needed a day because movie yeah magic yeah um Uh, so then the chicks hatch and they're very wet tiny Canada goose chicks. Yeah, and then sometimes they're duck chicks. And the, yeah, I was going to say, and then she falls asleep and they wake, she wakes up and they're chickens. Yeah. <laughs> or some, or ducks or some kind of some, yeah. not goose species. And they've also gained their down in about 
I don't know, an hour? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the later ones are all geese. From yeah, the, like, like later, but, but it's just so, like... The wet hatching ones, I don't think, were... Yeah, the first, like, three or four shots of the chicks, Mm -hmm. they were, like, they could have been, some of them were the same species, but they definitely changed species, Mm because they were changing size, also. Yeah. um, And shape. Yeah. Yeah. And, Um, like, the beak shape in the... Beak shape, and, like, the, like, I don't know, like, butt shape. Yeah. Like, from, you know, like, if you think of a a duck chick, where it's kind of, like, all upright, and doesn't really have a butt, and then from a goose chick... That has a gosling that has more of a butt. Yeah. Um, so that shape changed a couple times. But yeah, like <laughs> yeah. once they got to the very cute middle oh. chick stage, they stayed geese. Um, and they stayed very yeah. cute for mm-hmm. a very long time. Like all of summer and fall. All of summer. As opposed yeah, to like, like the last three week, weeks. Maybe of in the movie timeline that they were like the crazy like full grown still half down like crazy yeah they didn't ugly. like they very briefly skipped past the uh, very ugly molting stage which is yeah. like the which ugliest cuz <laughs> canada geese get real ugly when they're real ugly uh, half yeah, molting like, yeah and they're like 90% of the size of their parents and they're fluffy so they look bigger than their par- oh man yeah, so it's ugly. Just, so yeah it was they, a good call that they skipped that yeah they did um, a very good job there yeah so yeah um william lishman the the real world guy um that I was talking about at the beginning he um, and his like organization that they do research and stuff. They provided all the geese for the movie, like imprinted yeah. geese, which is cool. And they were like wranglers and stuff on the movie set too. Um, yeah. So then she sort of tries to have the geese inside, and there's some really cute scenes of them like preening her hair and stuff. Yeah, and, and watching TV. How they would work. Yeah, it was pretty cute. And then they she starts sort of like realizing that they're imprinted oh no but before that is the most upsetting part oh my god the evil parks guy comes because <sighs> jeff daniels asks him questions which mm-hmm. is a fair and very responsible thing to do and then the guy comes yeah. and he talks to them and he's like oh no they belong to the crown which technically is true yeah um and um so i'm gonna pin them and cut off basically pin, like, yeah pinion them pinion them um yeah. like like you declaw cats it's so much worse than even decline cats. Yeah, it's just like, awful. And like these ugh. these chicks are like two months old now or something. They're two weeks old, maybe. Maybe like they're so, definitely older than what age yeah, you're so, supposed to do that at. So pinioning, there's a bunch of different ways to like restrict flight in birds, and um, pinioning is permanent, which has some advantages, but it also is very questionable from an animal welfare standpoint. Um, so the like only time that it's really ever done is to like br- like freshly hatched chicks, and basically you're clipping off the last joint of the wing. Um, so, but you know, like if you have um, like a chicken or something, like uh, the wing tips that you would cut off before you like make chicken wings, um, that part is what is getting cut off. So um, it's really upsetting. And this guy was just going to do it like in their kitchen. With- yeah. In front of Anna Paquin. Yeah. With nail clippers. And he like, he doesn't even say, he just like stands up and goes to do it. Like he's at, like he's insane. Yeah. Like, and I don't know if things have changed back then and maybe they were still doing that with chicks, but nowadays, like it's just not done. Like maybe in exceptional circumstances, you would do it under anesthesia if there was some, Mm-hmm. need to Some do that need, for the yeah. otherwise safety of the animal but 
yeah, it was just, it was really terrible. Yeah. There's other and, ways of restricting flight on birds that are slightly more humane. Mm-hmm. And his argument was kind of like weird and didn't make sense. Like he's like, they belong yeah. to the crown, but any domestic birds by law have to be um, def- like they which, can't they can't be they can't be flighted. And which I'm like, I think is true for like if you're having like captive bred birds, they would need to mm-hmm. so that they're not like introducing disease yeah. and stuff into mm-hmm. wild populations. But so um, I'm like, but if they're yeah. domestic birds, then like you can't say they belong to the crown and they're domestically in your yeah. house at the same time. Like that, yeah. you know, like that doesn't make any sense. They it can't be weird. both. Yeah. Um. So it's very strange. So yeah, I'm not really sure. He didn't really see. He was evil doing. and had yeah, yeah. Ugh, evil. Yeah. And then yeah, so understandably, Anna Paquin then locks herself and all the geese in the bathroom, <laughs> which mm-hmm. yeah. It's a good place to have baby birds in your house, really, because yeah. it's humid and contained and, yeah. Tiled. Tiled. Yeah, easy yeah. to clean. Mm-hmm. Um, one goes in the toilet. It was cute. Yeah, it was. Because they're so filthy. Yeah, so filthy. Um, yeah, at one point, we should talk about this right now, is um, there are 15 chicks in this clutch, uh, which is a lot. Um, there's actually, there's multiple, there's different numbers throughout mm. the movie the trivia says at the end of the movie it says 16 in the mm. um like in the movie in yeah. the trivia it says there's sometimes there's 17 sometimes there's 15 sometimes there's 16 um yeah. canada geese average between two to nine mm. eggs with a mainly yeah. five is their average mm. uh, but it so, was it could have been multiple nests because as yeah. we have personally experienced they don't really like they'll nest like side by side yeah if they if they are feeling secure yeah so it could have been multiple nests it could have been um it's just and i think it had to do with the logistics of the birds that were supplied to them for the movie is why they had 15 and also like it made it cuter and made it look better when they were flying yeah in the air as adults helped them helped them win some cinematography awards (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) but it just is a weird but yeah, I think you could you could get away with it because it's not like she pulled them all from one nest. One nest, yeah. They were yeah. all in the, under. They're just all under the, the trees f- and stuff. Fallen trees. Yeah. Um. But yeah, good to know. I always feel bad for those geese parents that have nine chicks running around. We have a lot of Canada geese in our neck of the woods, like way too many. <laughs> so. Um. So yes. Yeah, so then they spend the summer just like running around in their farm. Being yeah. adorable, and then they talking about what they're going to do for migration. So they start um, building the plane and the or in the glider because he's a glider man. I don't know yeah, what like, the definition like, of plane gliders are. But he's a. I don't know if he's like a certified pilot. He must be. But they, yeah, he like during the movie, like his sort of one of his many hobbies is like building these gliders that he like runs down the hill and glides off in, and then he starts putting engines in them and stuff. So. Yeah, so he has a little like ultralight plane, like a hand handmade, sort of hacked together ultralight plane. Yeah. So and by the end of like while there's, um, before they start on their journey, they end up with two like an ultralight glider for her, so that the birds yeah. will follow her because they're not following him. And then he has a mm-hmm. glider that's His... more heavy duty, um, with like a heavy duty motor on it. Yeah, like support craft like to like and he so that she could fly so yeah eventually oh it was actually really cute i like almost cried because um one of the sculptures that the jeff daniels character made and i don't know if this is true or not i couldn't really find any information was a replica of the lunar lander um and so 
uh, like an exact replica that he made and um, to be able to afford to be able to buy a safer plane once they realize that the geese won't follow him in the airplane he sells that to like some random Asian people <laughs> which was kind of weird um, and that part was really cute because he was like I've never like at the beginning he like talked about why it was so important to him and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah that um, was adorable it was cute yeah so she because has a they're that, falling like, in love as father and yeah. daughter oh so cute so cute so cute yeah so she has a plane and she handles like the geese and then she follows him and he does the navigation and figuring out where they're going and stuff so yeah and like, then they have safety. yeah and then they have three guys on the ground which makes sense yeah um so right before they go the Evil park guy comes back at night yeah. and just 100% illegally steals the birds. Like, it's yeah. just so illegal. Yeah. He just, like, breaks in and... And takes the, the birds. And, like, and, and then... them up into his truck. Then they're at the park's facility yeah. or wherever, and the other guy doesn't even have a problem with this illegal act that his Yeah. And also, they're, they're in cages that are small enough that they're, like, that where the openings are big enough that they can fit their heads through, which is, yeah. like, no, don't put birds yeah. in, like, oh, it's so oh, It's so bad, and it just, Especially, it's, like, ugh. it's yeah. such weird conflict that, yeah. like, I understand they wanted conflict, because that's how mm-hmm. movies are, and, like, especially yeah. um, animal with yeah, animals like with kid movies. Be, there needs to be a bad man. And, like, they need to be, like, clearly villainous, like, not gray. Yeah, but yeah. it was just so strange. Um, and like he hadn't shown up like all summer and then he just, well, yeah, he shows up one day and then like hits yeah. on Anna Paquin. Um, oh, yeah, that yeah. was at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. But then like kind of again, right before, like when she's in there and then just takes him I'm like, yeah. okay, you're just like, it's just so weird. Um, yep. and then, so, strange. so that was super illegal, but then they illegally steal them right back. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Which was good. Yeah, they they let them eat loose, and then Anna Paquin like flies by, and they like realize yeah, that it's her, and yeah, they fly with her. They they leave on their adventure. So mm-hmm. there's also like this um, like introduced timeline crunch where they have to be at some marshland in North Carolina by the first of November, and it's going to take them like six days or something to get there. So, um, but then this guy's stealing them, like they leave late, and so they arrive like. With minutes to spare, basically. Yeah. yeah, so before that evil developer can't get the land, because if, if one any... one wetland bird lands on this, in this wetland by November 1st, he cannot develop he it. He can't develop there that year. Like, I don't know, Does is this like a thing that happens every year? Like, I don't know. Like, so they weren't strange. even really talking about it being this year. It sounds like, it made it yeah. sound like... These 15, 16 geese were going to save North Carolina. Basically. Basically, basically. Yeah, so so they fly south without, like, they, so they steal the birds. They didn't get any permits. They fly across yeah. the border without doing anything about yeah. flying across the border. They land, like, because they have an emergency, they land in a military high security air force strip, yeah, like which is funny. Falls. Which yeah. is funny because they're all like freaking out, and then the guys just like, "Ah, oh, this is so fun." Um, you can so, you can tell it was like in the nineties though, like definitely pre nine eleven. Because yeah, because yeah. they're like, "Oh no, we're gonna go attack them," and then they land and they tell them what they're doing. He's like, "Ha ha, so funny!" Uh-huh. And they're like, "I'll um, take pictures." Yeah, so I'll take pictures. <laughs> but they're like, "Oh yeah, so I'm just gonna take my thirteen year old child. Sorry f- for this plane. It's behind me. Thirteen um, year old child and sixteen animals." From yeah. Canada, across the permits. border, without a permit, 
We don't have our passports. We don't have permission to be in your country. We didn't uh, we file don't have a flight plan. We didn't file a flight plan. We don't have permission to be flying. And we're just going to do this. And he's like, Jeff Daniels acknowledges this while they're yeah. flying. He's like, oh, yeah, we just did this and this and this. And we're what are we going to do? Ah. I'm like, okay. Like, some of this you could have done. Like, it, I understand the difficulty of the animal permits because technically if they're wild animals... And, like, they would be migrating anyway, so having a permit wouldn't make sense. But if they're with humans, like, that, that's a whole weird thing that wouldn't have worked. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Um, yeah, well, I don't know how... A bit, we can talk a little bit about that later. Okay. Um, but, like, all this other stuff, I'm like, did you bring your child's passport? Like, yeah. Like, like that kind of stuff? It's just, like, she's a Canadian Kiwi, like, she's got no claim in the United States. She's yeah, 13 so years strange. old. So, um, so then they fly, and then uh, in classic movie mode, the guys on the ground, they're like, we're all good here. We're going to sign off and turn the radios off. Yeah. And then Jeff Daniels' plane crashes, and he plane breaks, and he crashes and dislocates his shoulder in the loosest yeah. of terms. Mm. Um, yeah, so then, so then she has to fly the fly last, by herself. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then... So he goes to the place, the wetlands, with the ground guys, with his girlfriend and brother, and, like, all of these fans, and they're like, we have to be quiet so we can hear if she's coming. Instead of saying, we have a radio, why don't we go back to the truck and radio her and be like, hey, 13-year-old daughter, how are you doing? Do you know where you're going? Because you don't have a GPS. Or any instructions, as opposed, that aren't follow the river. Like, it's all very dramatic, and, you know, she lands, and everybody cheers, and the geese land, and everybody's great and so happy, but I'm like, come on, guys. Come on. Yeah, there was a little bit of false conflict uh, built in there. And then they just apparently leave the geese in North Carolina? Like, is that how far they migrate? I have no idea. Yeah, and then the geese are that have been hand-raised and imprinted on this girl are completely fine by themselves in North Carolina yeah. and don't get eaten. Yeah. Well, they yeah. So avoiding predators would have been not a thing because they were like brought in and um, like fenced in at night. But they did like during the day, like learn yeah. How so to they know food and stuff, they know so. how to eat. But yeah, but, avoiding predators yeah. not so much. Less so, less so. Um, but then they come back. Oh, the next winter, and they land on the snow in the spring, and they're so cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was. It was overall pretty good like there's definitely some issues like this was i mean for this podcast was like a really good episode or a yeah, good thing good to movie. watch because mm-hmm. there was like high accuracy but also like interesting things that were not accurate so yeah so i think the yeah. science was like really good the yeah. plot was yes very problematic there some plot challenges <laughs> yeah um and then another real life science thing so they at some point to help them figure out um, landing places like resting areas on the way down the brother has a buddy i don't know <laughs> so convenient mm-hmm. who's an ornithologist in north carolina which is how they find out about this wetland area um and he's like super excited about the idea because they could use it to help um endangered birds um migrate and like rejoin flocks and stuff so mm-hmm. they could mm-hmm. um, captive breed or captive rear um, endangered species and then help introduce them to the wild and actually yeah so bill lishman and this other guy joe duff um who had helped him uh, i'm not sure if he's in the movie like represented in the movie or not but um they um work 
they started this organization called Operation Migration that um, started, uh, they started doing it with um, sand crane or sand, some kind of other, some non-endangered species of crane, and then started doing uh, whooping cranes in 2001. Um, so working on this endangered species. So they, they led whooping cranes uh, for 15 years um, with Operation Migration and working with like a species recovery plan, whooping crane Eastern Partnership. And when I was looking up information about this, um, looks like last year, about a year ago in August 2018, um, they Operation Migration decided to um, like uh, fold uh, to close basically because there was lots of um, management stuff and permits and um, uh, all this like stuff and it was basically like the strategic plan for Fish and Wildlife Service in the U.S. Um, didn't really agree with the the rearing method like it was too artificial that they were doing and they so. Um, they sort of feel like they've done as much as needed to be do done in terms of artificially rearing and um, training these animals to migrate. And so, yeah, the, the organization has um, has closed up, which is kind of like it's I don't know, like it seems it's sad for that organization. But in terms of like the species recovery, like mm -hmm. it's probably a good sign that like they're they're not as desperate to use these yeah, to artificial, use the artificial. Methods. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, they have more options now. So because of that organization. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we'll put in for that whole article in the show notes because mm -hmm. it was long and kind of complicated and talks about paperwork. But if you're into that, um, <laughs> <laughs> and who wouldn't be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, Lindsay, would you recommend this movie to people? I would. I would say it's a good fall movie because it mm -hmm. makes me love fall. It's, it reminded me a lot of like the colors and stuff of Indian summer, which is just another movie based in Eastern Canada in the fall. Mm -hmm. um, it's just so pretty. And it was way better than I was expecting it to be yeah. uh, based yeah. on our previous experiences in, with this podcast. So I would yeah. definitely like, it's a kid movie with some serious plot issues, but it held my attention the entire time. And I was very oh, yeah. Em emotional. Yeah. No, like of all the, we've done a whole bunch of sort of, movies like this where it's like quirky independent you know loner-ish yeah, kid, loner kid bonds with animals and saves the world like it's the best one yeah and I would probably ugh, it's hard because I found like I still as an adult found the uh, uh, attempted pinioning scene really upsetting oh, so upsetting. but I think like kids little enough wouldn't understand what was gonna happen yeah that might have be... been it like it was just like an evil man coming towards the birds yeah. with, if, with nail clippers like if i didn't know what pinioning was, was i yeah. wouldn't have been so upset um so yeah like i think if the grown-up watching it with the child could stay calm i don't think a kid would be as traumatized mm -hmm. as i was <laughs> yeah i agree <laughs> yeah yeah but also like it ends up it, it you know it has a good happy ending so yeah it's a good it's a good movie it's a different movie that's um a good nature movie for a kid like encourages yeah. kids to do all sorts of things like she's very good at problem solving yeah and like she lives out in nature and she sort of has like that freedom so you know if you have a kid who like needs some encouragement to mm -hmm. I don't know, like roam. do something like that yeah. yeah and oh my goodness we didn't touch on this but the 90s clothing Oh man! And we talked about it before, I think, in Flipper. But oh, oh. the skirts and the and the Doc Martens and, the, and the, big like hats, the, oh, floppy hats, 
And then she like, had um, the fleece, Overall. the fleece with the horrible patterns on it that we oh, all yeah. had. With, like, the buttoned, buttoned yeah, fleece. Oh, yeah. No, she had some like serious '90s clothes. Um, yeah, so like 1996, I would have been 15, so I would have been like a little older than the character in the movie. But um, yeah, and then oh yeah, there's some, there's a scene where like she's just like, like she's sad lying on her bed before the geese and she has like a Celine Dion album I think mm-hmm. that she holds up and Lindsay's like why did they do that and I'm like do you know how much time of 1996 I spent lying on my bed listening to CDs including probably that one yeah well it wasn't <laughs> so much why is she doing that it's in my it was more of these people don't know how to showcase that they're filming a movie based in Canada so they're like well we've got Celine Dion Celine in there Dion. <laughs> It's 1996. She could have been listening to a lot of different CDs. Yeah, and actually, um, 1996, I would not have been listening to Celine Dion anymore. I'd moved on to Alanis. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, why don't you just have Alanis? She's Canadian. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it wasn't the being moody, lying on your bed listening no, to no, CDs. I the... did that too. It was that yeah. we're in Canada. Can you can tell because Celine Dion. Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah, I liked it. All right. So if you want to hear more about us nerding out about uh, questionably scientifically accurate movies, you can follow <laughs> us on Facebook, Instagram, in, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at nature finds a pod or check out our website, naturefindsapod.com. Uh, if you really like this podcast, you can tell your friends or you can subscribe or leave us a review by looking for nature finds away on your favorite podcasting app. We will be back in two weeks with little shop. Little shop of horrors, and I'll sing that the entire time, guaranteed one hundred percent. Yep. We'll, so we'll try not to ruin your ears with our singing. Look forward to that. Woo-woo. See you next time. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye.